Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Debatable. Um, I don't know if you remember from the last episode, but we kind of left off on a cliffhanger, me and Alamade. But we are back and we're ready to answer the second part of questions. But we also have a special guest with us, so I'm going to give him the chance to introduce himself. My name is Diaz. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. Like, Thanks well, for thank coming, you for Diaz. Thank you for being on here. Like, I feel like it's 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 necessary to have a male perspective because I was just telling him it's always girls and we're always telling our opinions and our thoughts. But you know, we never know what the man thinks, and we can't assume for y'all. So I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you for being here, and we're just gonna jump right into it. Alamade, do you actually want to ask the first question? Yes, my first question is. Thank you, Shamika. Um, why do men cheat? Mm. Why do men cheat? Um, <clears throat> you know, we're not making any accusations here. We're not calling you a cheater. We're just saying, as a man, and you have male friends, why do you think men cheat? Why don't they just leave the relationship or leave the person? I don't. Mm. Dang, that's a crazy question, but why do men cheat? I think men can sometimes get curious <laughs> and, and like, let's say they're getting like attention or things like that from the outside world. And you may not be, ooh, the person that they're with may not be providing everything that they want and they're getting it from someone outside relationship, I think it could lead to like to cheating. Um, so yeah, attention is one. Um, but I don't really hear people cheating too often. Not not, not my guys. You know what wow. I'm saying? <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I've heard from one person that like it's the opportunity that they do it. Like literally just because the opportunity presents itself. And then in that moment, it, they lead on impulse or something. That's what someone has said to me before. I mean, I've heard it's within their DNA. Whoa, like they whoa. can't help it. Men are just said they're yes. naturally, they, they're, they can't be monogamous. Too. So it's like they're, they're made to hunt. Once they have you, it's like, oh, well, I already had her. So this, this person I haven't had, even though I'm still in a relationship with this person, let me go hunt them. So that's how I've heard it. They just, they don't know how to stay with one person. Men are just not naturally monogamous, which I personally do not believe. I think that's an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible excuse, but I've heard huh. that. So I can see agree? what Alameda said. I can see that being true. It's kind of like you add it to your accolades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I guess I can see that, but I don't think it, I don't think it's in our DNA to just cheat. You know, <laughs> you got to have some type of motivation. True. Okay. So true. the follow-up question to that is: I've also heard a man say you can love someone and still cheat on them. Do you oh think that's God. true? I've heard that I don't know about that one. I don't think so. Okay, why? What's your reasoning? It's because, like... Like, how do you... That's, like, kind of, like, 
I don't know. That's like halfway love. I don't know if that's even a thing, but like, you can't be in love with someone and then like also still trying to do things that you're supposed to do with the person you love. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. Because that I say, the, some people say, or I've heard from people that they weren't in love with them, but they loved them. So I mean, either way, to me, I just can't understand why you would do that. If you love someone, you wouldn't want to hurt them, whether you're in love or have love for them. But I don't know. Like if that happens, I gotta know like how did you how did they get together like was there like were you forced into relationship because why are you still and then my thing to that is just like men don't like when they're cheated on but they have no problem cheating so I, I don't even know what the question is but what do you say to that That's that's hilarious. Um, um, I don't think. Because oh, the like, a male finds out that she cheated, he's gone. That's it. Or do you think there's a difference? Because they said there's a difference when a man cheats and when a woman cheats. Do you really think there's a difference? I think there is, low key, because like. <laughs> men, I want to hear this. <laughs> Me too. Men don't do it with with passion. They just do it just to do it. Like how you said, I'm getting the accolade. Women, if the women do it, it's like they're kind of like it's they're guiding. They're going with their heart in a way. Because women are more emotional than men. Do you think that applies to all women though? Can a woman cheat the same women. reason a man cheat? There are some That's women that true, are that are, um, that are like. There are like men out here. I ain't gonna hold you. So I wouldn't <laughs> say that applies to all all women, but it's not a majority. Okay, that's fair. Um, I guess, you know, we would have to get a real cheater to kind of explain their thought process for why they think it's okay to cheat or why I do they like cheat? Because, sorry. I feel huh? like it's because they can get they know that they can get away with it too. Because mm. and and the person will will either still leave um will still stay because if there's not any consequence then of course they're gonna keep on doing it you know what I mean what about the people who don't stay though because and they know they won't stay like whoa, they come in whoa. saying it's a deal breaker so and they still do then, it to me I'm not sure but to it's me like, why? it's like you wanted you wanted that relationship. And I hear the excuse about mistakes happen and, you know, they make mistakes, but I don't think cheating is a mistake. It is a oh, choice. No. You had to, you, you made a choice to pull down your pants. A seri- <laughs> it was a series was of events sad. that led to you cheating. <laughs> you had to set but, up a time, talk to the girl, start making out, take off your clothes. It's like a series very, of things where you could have stopped. Yeah. But there are other ways to cheat too. Like, it don't got to be um, physical. True. Okay, explain. It could be 
like someone's providing for you emotionally or something oh, like that. Oh, like, attention. That's true. He did say that before. Yeah. The other thing I think is big with cheating is intention. Because in a, in a situation like that, I don't know. It would depend on what the person's intentions were. They could have. It could have been like a friend that they were confiding in. I don't know why you're not confiding in your girl, but for whatever reason, they could have went and confided into um, to somebody else, and that friend could see that as an opportunity to get with this person. But he had no intentions. He was just being emotional with her and like expressing himself to her. So I think intention has plays a big part in cheating I don't know well that sounds good I think it's like that's not it's kind of like the first step like you kind of know like when you when you're something that's wrong mm-hmm. so it's like if you don't get that feeling that I don't know what type of person you are but you're gonna feel when, like okay I think I'm messing up here but if you keep doing it now you have intent to you know that you're trying to pursue more okay mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. Intention. Like your intent is to get something out of this that you know you would you wouldn't want your pi- partner to find out about. It's cheating. Point blank. Okay, so we're gonna start with the next question, and this kind of follows up with the last question we were talking about. Me and Alama they kind of discuss what we're look what we do when we're single. Like, um, we kind of just talked about how we focus on us or we hang out with our friends and you know we date and just get to know what we what we like so this next question is kind of a follow-up with that what do you look for when you're in a relationship um so like core values uh relationship <laughs> sorry alumna you go first okay go oh, ahead I mean, you know, I, I think you should go first. Because <laughs> um, to me, I do the same similar things when I'm single versus when I'm in a relationship. Because what Shamika just said about the fact that, like, we hang out with our friends, we focus on ourselves. I feel like those are the things that I already naturally do. It's just an addition. Mm-hmm. I can answer so that because like, I don't think I do that. Mm, I think don't. that's my that's a problem. That's something I'm working on. When it comes to relationships with the friend thing, I still make time for my friends. But for me personally, I don't make as much time for myself. Like if I had plans oh. to, I don't know, go get my nails done or to go to bed early, something and I don't know, my partner wants to do something else, I'll stop what I'm doing to go do it with them. Mm. So I think I place, when I look, when I'm, okay, I guess the question is, what are you looking for in a relationship? I am looking for a partner, like someone who, you know, someone to do life with. I want someone who shares the same core values, like you said. I want someone who I have undeniable trust for. Like there is no questioning their loyalty for me. I want somebody who um, knows how to express love because that's something I don't do naturally. So once I see it, then I can mimic it. So my Hmm. partner needs to be able to show affection because I'm not, I'm not good at it. And if that's something they need from me, then 
of course i'm gonna try to do it but i'm gonna um, let them know like very early on that that's not something i naturally do i don't show love or show expression like that and that just goes back to childhood and all that but are you can i like poke around that question and and ask like are you sure you don't show love because i don't know me as a friend knowing you you're one of the people that look at that like dang she's so intentional with all of her friendships and relationships oh okay that's very interesting that you don't think about yourself that way (laughs) i think it's because in a way i value my friends more in the like especially in the beginning like when we build that rapport then of course i can be that with you and when i'm first like starting off with like in a relationship with someone that doesn't come off naturally that builds over time so that's why i'm saying i need to see what your intentions are with me i need to see how you treat me and how you act before i can give you that just give yes now i understand okay but that's so sweet um it's so true though but yeah, so, those are generally what I look for. For me, I think I'm looking for someone who's like, who knows what they want and I can meet them where they're at. Like someone who's like independent and knowing themselves. But when we're together, we're like, we can like sync and like, we know each other. Like, I don't have to kind of like worry too much about you because I know you, you got your stuff handled like you're good but when we're together we're together and we can do life together kind of um, also someone who can like love me how I need to be loved <laughs> so I can do the same back but in reverse that's important Black men want love too. that's important <laughs> no I'm glad you said that how you want to be loved because just because the way I love somebody else doesn't necessarily mean that's the way you want to be loved and I think that's a problem people have they express their love in their love languages and not the other person's so do you know your love languages yeah <laughs> mine is quality, sh- time. Mm-hmm. quality time and physical touch okay do you know yours about me Yes, I know mine, but I'm not allowing the internet to know. <laughs> I think that, like, specifically, I think that when it comes to, like, love languages and stuff like that, I think that that's something that you should pay attention to as you get to know the person. I shouldn't, like, be on the first date, second date, third date, telling you my love language, because then you're just going to feed into that. And I can see how love bombing could occur, too. And then I don't have to question if I really like you or are you just filling my love language? So that's where it can get very like questionable for me. So that's why I personally can't, like you have to find out from spending time with me, but that's, I think, but that's not necessarily my love. I think you can know somebody faking it though. I was gonna what say, okay, yeah, go ahead. Like people try to feed you where you want to be fed, but like, if it's not, if it's forced, you kind of like know like, why are you doing this you know what I'm saying like what's your intentions mm-hmm. behind your actions oh true I was gonna say I agree with that yeah. to a certain extent because yes you want the person to you know understand you and see if they're paying attention but at what point do you 
they can't read minds you know your partner can't read your mind so if you need this from them if you need physical touch if you need quality time or words of affirmation how like at what point do you tell them this is what i need from like okay the guessing game is over Mm -hmm. i need this this and that (laughs) okay i understand and i'm not saying i'm never gonna tell them i just said like the first date second date no because of the fact that like i want to know if i even like you first before i get like enmeshed so it could be like the third plus okay that's what i've used in the past i think that that's helped me but um i don't know i just can't because i've seen how it has occurred in the past to me where I told them my love language the first date because they had asked and it didn't really translate that well but going back to the question about what I look for in a relationship honestly I I kind of agree with what Diaz was saying because I'm a person I'm very busy I'm very busy I'm not really trying to be worrying about you I am working I'm studying like yes I'm gonna want to care for you and like text you throughout the day or whatever but I don't want I don't want to have it like a looming thought over my head about like what is this person doing so I believe that trust is important I think that communication is important but um I don't know I'm looking for like a compliment because I'm already very independent so I don't need that much and I'm not going to ask for too much either. So I, then it goes back to what Shamika was saying that like I'm looking for someone that I can do life with. Like I can tell you something and I know you're not going to go run to someone else and t- say something, but we could also travel. We could, I don't know. There's a lot of things, but okay. oh, something around that. I think your guys' goals align more, more so than mine's. Cause I, I, I want to say, oh, I'm not gonna make time, or I know I'm busy too, but I feel like I always try to go out of my way to make time, and sometimes that does kind of get thrown back in my face whenever the relationship ends, because then I have to figure everything out again. Like, okay, this is what I used to do when I was by myself. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Like, it's easy for me. It's not easy, but I pretty much do it really quickly. I get back into my single life if you want to call it that pretty quickly but once i'm in i'm very immersed like our lives yeah. are immersed and i don't know i like people who like me so <laughs> if <you're> the- <laughs> so i want you not to be I like people who like me. yes i want you to be not like in a way obsessed with me but healthily obsessed with me oh, i want yes, you to spend yes. time with me i want you to be checking on me i want you to want to hang out with me like stuff like that so that's why I say that. Yes, and I agree. But I also think that like you get into a certain routine with the person that like you know you're gonna see them every week or every other exactly. day, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I just made it a point that like I still have a day for myself, and then I also have a, a day where I know I'm gonna be spending with the other person. Like, cause I don't know the enmeshment of being with one person all the time can be I unhealthy. Love, I love that. <laughs> no! I don't want it. It reminds me of, like, <laughs> nerds. Like, I'm not there yet. 
we're just dating we're not engaged like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then like you can be obsessed with someone um but I don't want you around me on the phone I, want, I like my alone time you know like I like my my spa day my self-care day my I'm not thinking about you at all I'm thinking about me the only reason is oh go ahead no go ahead go ahead I'll say that no, I was going to say, the only reason I say that is because in past episodes, I'll listen to my first podcast and I'll, I was saying things like that too. But every time I'm in a relationship, I'm not doing what I was saying. So now I'm just going to live up to it, okay? I'm just, that's just okay, me. That I'm a lover girl. But go ahead. Okay, certified. <laughs> I was going to say, that kind of like goes into like, like dating, but living together. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's, I, I couldn't do it I just couldn't do it it's like I, I need my own space and like we can we can like you know sleep over and stuff like that but it's like it's like there needs to be like this separation unless we're like about to get married then okay then we try living together so we know how each other are like all the time but I don't know how people do it yeah I don't know people be obsessed with each other I don't know, people, I don't know. I just, for me, I can't do it. <laughs> I refuse to move in with someone until I'm married to them. Like, even, with, no, we're not even engagement, like, until we're married, for real. Okay. But, um... Okay. Yeah, no. I have to live with you before I marry you. My mom is against that, too. <laughs> oh, no, she, does, she doesn't believe that. I, you know, Evangile, but... Until the ring is on my finger and the court papers they, are signed yeah no I gotta see I can, how you because I think you can but you can see how someone lives when you go over to their house you know what I mean you can like, but when you wake up you have no, your routine no. you know you gotta <laughs> see that person throughout every step of the day and if it does it's, if it's not compatible with me we cannot be married I feel like oh, I don't no. agree with moving in early on in a at least after a year, a year and a half or something, sure. And if you know your intentions are to be married, like you're about to marry this person, you've talked about marriage, you've talked about rings, you've gone ring shopping, then I feel like it's okay. But mm-hmm. that's when you know this is your person. Then it's okay to live with them and have that practice run because I need that practice run. Let's see, what's the point of the practice run if you're already going to do it for the rest of your life? To see if I can do it for the rest of my life. <laughs> so you're gonna break up the engagement? Yes, yes. If, if, if we're not oh compatible, like that, I promise you, I will. <clears throat> I feel like even in a marriage, you can change, your, or you can compromise ways so that it works for each other, though. Because, like, I don't know. I would hate for the relationship or marriage to end just because of how someone doesn't know how to properly live like if you you can change or they don't know how to live with another person because they say something that's small while you're dating is amplified when you're married so if it's an issue now and we can't get over it at least when we're so when we're still dating and we're like we're living together we can work on this we can build these habits to not do when we're married but if if I'm getting, I'm already in a marriage with you and this is you, you already like, well, we're married. So what, I shouldn't need to change now. This is how I am. You're accepting me for who I am. I didn't know this about you. <laughs> you see, that's what, that's the excuse they can give. They didn't know you were like this. So I don't know. That's something I want to do personally when the time comes and I know this is my person. We got to do a test yeah. run. 
but we can move on to to the next question how would you say your upbringing affects your views on relationships like did you grow up in a two-person household a single parent household um are there a lot of marriages in your family or a lot of divorces things like that anybody want to go first i live with my parents my parents have always been together my my dad would never cheat on my mom i have a good relationship with my parents however um oh no not however and i've also seen like the way that my dad provides um and the sacrifices that my parents have both made for each other um However, I think that there's some ways in which um, communication could be better between me and my parents, but not them together, but me and them. And I think that upbringing of how, um, like when people are angry, like everyone's ability to be angry, I believe is is definitely based off of how you were raised and how you managed anger. Um, and so sometimes I'm like my mom where she just shuts down and she's quiet. She's gonna collect herself and then she'll come back into the room. Other times I have a, I have a really long threshold of patience but then once you like cross the second, the, like the tenth line, okay, now I'm blown up. No, it's done. It's over. Um, so that's something that like I'm definitely trying to work on um, with my therapist because of the fact that like I don't want to bring that into a relationship. I don't want to bring that in- onto my kids. I don't want to bring that into my friendships um, or work relationships either. But I think that's something that has affected me for sure okay I think um for me I was also you know raising a two-parent household so both mom and dad here so that is something else I feel like is important I would I pray that that's what I have in my future for myself and my kids um but like you said there are certain things that I just I don't know I feel like I do not want in my marriage and this kind of I wouldn't say it made me hesitant but it makes it makes it hard for me to trust people very early on so once you like once you have my trust it's hard to get but losing it is also very quick like you do one little thing and I don't trust you because I'm like I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think I just like growing I up. Understand what you're trying to say? I low-key think I understand. Would you say that how I was acting? About- <laughs> what do you mean? Act- what do you mean? I Which- trust people? Oh, oh. Well, yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I don't trust people naturally, and I feel like that's because of my parents. Not only did they tell me not to. <laughs> they told me I can't trust mm-hmm. anybody but them. Yeah. Um, it's just I've also seen <laughs> exactly. You have no friends. <laughs> no, nope. nobody's your friend but your parents. 
So I take that with me. Like I take that yeah. with me everywhere I go. Relationships too. My mom says you put vole. So mm-hmm. I feel like they all are until you prove That's me wrong. So um, and the communication thing is very important too, because my dad had a short fuse and mm. he would go from zero to 100 really quick. And my mom was very patient. So mm. I feel like I have my dad's temper when it comes to that. I'm very yeah. impatient. So I think my mom balanced him out pretty well. I would need a person to balance me out in that way. Wow. Okay, but in what yeah. ways are you working on your anger? Because I feel like, um, yeah, we could say that, okay, my dad did this, so therefore I'm going to do it too. <laughs> or that's, the way, I, or that's true, the way that I true. am. And I don't need to change because I just, you know, but like, you can stop it. If you Perfect excuse. You know? Yes, you're right. That's an excuse. Um, you can say, oh, my daddy cheats, so I'm going to cheat too. You know, like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And my mom stayed, so yeah, you should stay Exactly. Too. Yeah. Exactly. How am I working on that? I think I'm learning how to communicate. So the reason I get so angry and I snap is because I hold it in. And I never tell you what's wrong, but I feel like you should know. Once my face changes, I like my, my emotions show on my face. So if you do something, you ask me what's wrong, I'll say nothing, but my face says everything. And if you don't try to do something, it's just like, okay, noted. Back in, back of my head, it's noted. Then you do something else. Okay, noted. Then you do something else. And eventually I snap. So I think I need to work on just, first of all, not holding it in. <laughs> and then if I am mad, taking a second to cool off, like it's not that big of a deal. I do think little things kind of tick me off sometimes. And it's looking back, I always get upset at how easily I get I get triggered. Even with my grandma, like she would do something so small and I would snap and I'm like, not the grandma. <laughs> no, because my mom does it. My mom does it to her. And I tell my mom, oh. I don't like how she does that. I'm like, I don't like how you talk to my grandma like that. And then I would catch myself doing it. So I'm like, first of all, you're a hypocrite. And I need to catch myself. <laughs> so, so I think it's things like that. Just first of all, acknowledging it and noticing my yeah. triggers and then just communicating and if you're not so if you're not trying to do anything to fix it then okay i need to remove remove you from um, from my life because i'm trying you're not trying to help me so what's yeah. the point yeah yes. i mean how would they know what your triggers are if you don't tell them yeah. you know like you can hold you can only hold someone accountable if you let them know that they were in the wrong in the first place exactly so. and hold myself accountable yeah, I used to be like Shamika on the low. Not gonna lie, <laughs> open it and then explode. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I had to grow past that because that was kind of that was bad. Don't um, you feel like that's how you were raised? Your parents raised you to be? Yeah, my mom definitely exploded multiple times throughout <laughs> throughout childhood. Um, but for me. Um, I was raised in a single parent household. It was just my mom, me and my sister. And um, and the way it, it impacted me like now that I noticed was that like the independent thing, like my mom did everything for us, like went crazy, um, like a superhero. So like, I would expect the same thing from women that I meet. I'm like, dang, why would you not like that? 
but yeah, I have to realize <laughs> yeah I have to realize like not everyone is like my mom and what my mom was doing was she, had, she did it because she had to and um yeah just had to be more have more um patience with people too um I used to be very angry as well and I was really bad like I wouldn't say a thing Ooh. I let it fester and then it's raps like I'm gonna just say whatever I gotta say how much I'm gonna say whatever however way I want to say it and then I'm good <laughs> also but, you you be cutting people's heads off yes <laughs> yes it was bad <laughs> but I got past that um I do get aggravated still but it's not bad okay you saying that made me think about that one meme where it was like men nowadays expect um, women to do what their moms were doing and, oh, and it was like well your mom was a slave so like why would you want that for me no. <laughs> I'm like dang that hurts because that's I true like, mom... to say that should be no <laughs> real. Mom I mean, my mom was a slave she was a slave to her job she was a slave to oh, like chores like I do not want that and I feel so mm. bad that she had to go through that. I would never want to um, glorify that. Like, I'm grateful, extremely grateful. But when I'm in the position that I need to be in, she's getting out of that. Like, please stop. So that's something that you would change in your future. Every Her doing everything. I wish I knew. Because my parents, like, my family, we, they cook every single day. Like, I always tell people this. I didn't start going out to eat until I got to college. I remember. Like, there was yeah. always meals. And my mom would cook. My dad cooked, too. But my mom was the main cook and she would cook after mm. coming home from like a 10 hour shift at work and then clean mm. and then do mm. my hair. And like, why? Oh. There was other people who could have helped, you know, do something mm-hmm. in between that time. And I wish I was able to do that or like help where I were needed. But I mean, I didn't. She was superwoman. And yeah, and it takes a toll on you. It makes you age quickly. It makes you, your like her body always hurts. She's always tired and like, I don't want that for my mom. And I, if I did something back then, then maybe, you know, it could have been less stressful for her. Even though it was a two parent household, it was just like, she had to do a lot. See, so that's my question then. Cause you're saying your mom was still super, superheroed, even mm-hmm. though she lived in a two parent household. So. I mean, are you expecting the other person that you married to also have some type of share? You did say that your dad was also cooking, but I'm guessing he didn't maybe clean or do your hair, obviously. Okay, it's crazy because he did. Like, let me give my dad his props. My dad cooks. So he would cook us, like, my mom worked from the morning to the night, so he would cook us breakfast and everything. But mostly it'd be her cooking at night the dinners and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and her days off she'd be cooking yeah so she would do he would do stuff too he was actually the one who watched over us while my mom was at work but he just took us around with us wherever he was going we just were in the car with him and he took us with him and then he would go to haiti a lot so six i would say like four or five months out of the year my dad would be gone in haiti and my grandma would be here to watch us and stuff but it was still very much my mom in my opinion. Yeah, he just he just supervised. He was like, you know how they say dads don't really, they don't watch the kids, they just let yeah. them run around. That, run that was pretty much it. Yeah, 
I would want my husband to take more of a hands-on role in like raising the kids and being active with them and everything. But yeah, to take some pressure off me because I shouldn't be coming home every night to cook. Like, no. I can have some. Gonna be a doctor, a surgeon. Yeah, Girl, no. no. But yeah, understood. So okay. This I love this question because I feel like it can get well it depends on your views. I don't know where you all stand, but can love sustain a relationship? Like love alone? No. 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 Okay. Why do you say that? Can love um, so you're saying love cannot conquer all? No, it can't. Um I think it takes a lot more like it can't just be love. It takes like compromise. It takes like a lot um, of action outside of love to continue growing it and to um, to even maintain it. Like it takes a lot. Um, mm, yeah, I say no. No. What about you? Yeah, no. We already said that men cheat even when they love their partners and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, allegedly, and ignoring my rule, if you cheat, I'm out. So the, you know what I mean. So it's like sustain the relationship. The relationship is over. You know, so can love sustain the relationship? No. Okay, the reason I ask that question is I feel like love is a motivation is a motivational factor for a lot of things. So even though, you know, like there's always a question about would you want a rich a rich man who cheats on you or doesn't love you or a poor man who loves you and a lot of girls love to joke and say you know i'll be crying on a yacht <laughs> like they'll take the rich man <laughs> but a poor man if he truly loves you he wants to make you happy he will do whatever he can to find that job to get you that yacht like you know i feel like it's a it's a motivational factor for a lot of things but at the end of the day, I agree with y'all. I do not think love can sustain a relationship because it's a choice. You have to choose to love that person every day. And me personally, I can't I can't be in love with just potential, like an idea of what you can do for me or where you're going to be in the next five years or so. I'm not saying I'm not going to stick around and help you figure out your dreams. But if I have my dreams figure out, figured out, then... I would want a partner who matches my dream or who matches where I'm at in life. Maybe when I was younger, yeah, you know, I did the whole falling in love with potential thing, but we too old for that. <laughs> no, for real. I, I mean, I don't knock the girls. I'm not one of those girls, but I don't knock the girls that says, oh yeah, at least I'm crying when I got mm. Maybe those girls don't know what love is for real. Oh. So, I mean, if they don't know what love is, then being showered with the acts and everything is going to maybe fulfill their idea of love that they never understood is actually much deeper but I mean I don't know and then when it comes to like the poor man I feel like that poor man will love you so much he'll get a rich job so <laughs> okay to play devil's advocate who's to say who's to say all those gifts is not love to them that's what they feel like love is, you know, getting those gifts and being being treated with 
Rashad with gifts and living that wealthy lifestyle. That, that's really some girls' aspirations. Yeah, for real. They want to climb the ladder. We see that all the time in, in um, Hollywood. You know? People marry yeah. for those reasons, too. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, if that's what you feel like love is, then, you know, props to you. We just different. Very okay. different. The next question, and I love this one too. What is a standard that your ex has set for your next relationship? And I think Dia should go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A standard that she has set. Um, Can you define standard? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what is something that she did? If she did, she cook for you every day. Was she the type to clean for you? Did she take you on trips? Stuff like that. Like, what did she do for you? Really, like, dang, my next girl needs to do this. But she just very like clean about herself. She took her hygiene very um, seriously. What else? Um, her religion. She was very. Um, she was a godly woman. God-fearing woman, stuff like that. What did she have about herself and she stuck to it? And you're like, even though you're not with this person, you admire them. And you're like, I need this in my next relationship. Or this is something I now look in uh, look in other people for, future partners for. Oh, man. Okay, I got a couple things then. Because um, my ex probably helped me get closer to God. So I think the next person definitely has to like has to be a believer you you can't if you're not a believer you might as well hit the door because like i can't go backwards <laughs> in my faith um another thing is like um like i get yeah i guess like being a woman like hygiene and stuff like that like i learned a lot in that in those terms from being with my ex so i think then I feel like that's also a standard that has been set. And I, if I know something that I like I don't like, I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. So I think those are two things that are definitely standards that are set. So religion and hygiene, okay. Lama, do you want to follow that up? Um, when it comes to standards. Uh definitely God fearing. That's that's a non-negotiable for me at this point in my life. Um, because I want to be led, and I don't think that there's gonna be uh, any accountability besides the world, and that can get really toxic really quickly. So I mean, if you're accountable to God or you're accountable to, I don't know, your whoever you might be accountable to, I can say I can respect you more. And I can trust you more. Um, so that's a standard that has, that's a standard. And then also, um, I don't know, chivalry. Chivalry. Like that, I. It's not dead. <laughs> it's not dead at all, okay? Like, I don't remember opening a single door to anything. And that's very bare minimum to me. Uh, Like, this man used to feed me. Like, we'd be at the restaurant, 
and he would feed me. Aww. You know, like, I don't know, just doing the extra mile. That's a standard that I, that has been set down. Now I'm like, why would I ever go back? You know? Um, those are two simple things that I would say. Those are That's standards fair. that have been set. So it seems like we all have that our exes are all God fearing because it's the same for me. <laughs> like my ex did the same thing. I feel like he brought me closer to God too. Um, I think I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast last time, but I was telling you along the day how like whenever we would go somewhere on a trip, he would always find a church. Like we would have to go on the church while go to church while we're there. And yeah, whenever I came home, usually when I come home, I don't go to church. Like I would go back to church when I'm in Gainesville, but he would make me go to church with him. So I appreciate that. And that's something I take with me and I look for in my future partner. Um, The other thing, paying for dates. I never have to pay for anything. And I'm sorry, but (laughs) once you go there, there's no going back. Like I never had to pull out my money my wallet to pay for nothing like if we're going on a date he was taking me on a date and i always had the mindset like you know you pay for the first date or the second date i don't mind taking you out he was big on no i'm taking you out so why why are you paying like so Mm -hmm. that was that was a standard i don't know if it's realistic for other people but i feel like if i had it once then why not why not aim for that (laughs) um (laughs) the other thing is a man who knows how to make a decision I'm very indecisive in a lot of things. So I need you to just be able to, like you said, lead me. Like, tell me what we're doing. Cause I mean, I'll go, I'll follow. I'll just, I'll agree with you. So I want a man who can also do that. Just make the decision for us. If I say, oh, I'm hungry. You could just say, let's go to this place. Like, don't give me options, you choose. Easy things like that. So those are some basic standards. I feel, I don't know. I can't really think of anything more deep. But there's a reason the relationship ended, so it's not like <laughs> it's not like this was the perfect person for me. So that's what I'll say. Um, that's good. I was gonna say that I guess I could add this because my ex took me out on dates too. So Ooh. as a man, I gotta look for that too. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 Like, did, was there ever a point that you wanted to take him out? Yes, I wanted to. And I said, I'm like, I'm taking you out. And whenever we would go, he would pay. He would still be the one to pay. And I'm like, okay, go off. So, yeah. And regarding opening doors, I went on a date maybe like two months ago. And some women really don't experience that. And that's kind of crazy. Because, like, this girl was like over the top of me opening the door. I'm like, <laughs> to me, it's bare minimum. Like, <laughs> it is, but these men don't learn even... that in kin- We literally, I'm a teacher, right? We teach that to the kids, and they're in kindergarten. They understand to open up the door for Sally. You know, like, I don't know. I get it. Some people like they're not used to it, whatever. But I don't know. I, I don't. It's not that I can't open the door for myself. It's just the fact that you were doing it for me. Like, it feels, you should feel good doing it and I should feel good receiving it. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this question would be for you, Diaz, in particular. But what does it look like for a man to lead? Or how do you lead in a relationship? 
I hit him with some I got some haymakers today like it's a lot <laughs> um, leading hmm I feel like leading looks like um, I have an idea of what I want and like I know how I want to get there but I feel like when you're leading like we're not in like the 1980s like I want your opinion on stuff like I don't want to just do everything on my own and cause then like when it crumbles down it's all on me too like it's gonna be on my fault it's all on um, it'll be all on me cause I'm the one who built this so I think like leading today as a man um just looks like you have an idea you have a vision but you're you're also okay with like the co-sponsorship of whoever you're with also like helping you make the decision like and that can look like um an opinion on where we're gonna go or you know like what we're gonna do today or something like a date it, it, it can be it can be seen in many ways Okay. I like that answer. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I think. How do y'all want okay. to be led? I was, <laughs> I was about to say, that could be the question for us, how we want to be led. Um, I think it's very similar to what you were just saying. Just like you have a, an idea of what you want the future to look for for us and, you know, our future kids. And... And I'm so when I'm saying us, I'm talking about my future man. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> but my man has the has an idea of what of what he wants for us. You know, you are the he is the head of the household, and I mean that's what the Bible says. So not only do I want my man to be leading me closer to God, I want him to lead us to financial stability. I want him to lead us to peace well i guess that's my job so uh, girls as women are supposed to be bringing peace right <laughs> um I can bring peace too. true true he could be my peace <laughs> um i just want him to make the hard decisions because like you do said like you said i do believe women are more emotional so when it comes to just the hard stuff i want to take the step back and let you make that decision but one thing I will not let a man lead me in whatsoever is money. I don't care if he is like oh, a financial expert. A I have been and I stick I'm sticking to that. You could run a bank. You could be a multi I don't know. I don't care what you are. I will be taking care of the money in the household. And that's just that's a standard I have set for myself. So yeah. I like to know what's going on. Do you not trust? Them. I know it looks like that. It's just I trust myself more. Yes. Let's just say that. Yes. It looks like you don't trust them. Let's just say that. I trust myself more. Like I trust your future husband, but I trust myself more with that. And I feel like say even if they're like a financial expert. Wow, yeah. That makes me think that you don't trust them. You know? Even if they are a financial expert, I just feel like that's something I have always wanted to be in charge of. You could take charge of anything else in the relationship. Doesn't matter, mm -hmm. but 
when it comes to money, financial aspect, um, aspect, I will not let a man lead me with that. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's just me. I would say a big thing for me is like lead, lead with integrity. Um, that's like a that. really, really big deal for me. Like, if you say you're gonna do something, do it. Don't like have that. all these like wishy-washy promises of like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to I don't know Disney World, and then I'm talking about oh my gosh, so when are we going? You said we're gonna go to Disney World, and then it never happened because you never planned it, you never put your money into it, and then oh yeah, I'm sorry, uh, I forgot or you know like some excuse. If you say you're gonna do something, do it. Don't bring it up if you're not gonna do it. If you're not gonna actually follow through. Um, of course there's like things that can happen but I mean I think there should be some type of compromise to try to make things work but um, I mean it's all those spells and all those spells but that's a really big deal for me because that's that's where trust is formed like you being a man of your word you know Um, and then oh that's that's my biggest thing for real for when it comes to like being led um but also maintaining like maintaining what you presented so for example like if you already are starting off with okay every single door is open um every date i am giving a gift or every every what's something that we did like you pray every single week, once a week, whatever. Like whatever you start off with, lead with that example. And because there's an expectation that's going to be formed, and if it drops, then I'm going to not trust you anymore. So that's something that I expect when it comes to being a lady. What's going on? Yes, of course, every every week. Say it again. So it's, it's kind of like get someone like getting her flowers like every you know, uh-huh. every week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if and then in you the beginning you said mm-hmm. yeah, because then it's like what happened? Mm-hmm. I know I didn't get uglier. So like, <laughs> why, like you know, like what happened that you stopped doing it? Um, you, everything around you, like unless there's some like life circumstance, whatever. But I mean, the same way that you want me is the same way that I expect to be maintained. You know, because if a man will, I he- I've heard men say before that like, oh, she started off having like her hair always done, her nails <laughs> always done, etc. And then now we're married. Now it's twenty years down the line. Now she wears moo-moos and she her <laughs> hair is always in a cornrow. She you know got her wig on ever. Her nails always chipped. Like, Girl, why are you calling me this out? Not the, <laughs> this is not the woman I married. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I mean, if I if you want me to maintain my energy, you gotta maintain your energy. So I'm being led I by agree. you. I agree. So. <laughs> I agree. Um, the last thing I'll add to that is love and respect. Lead with love and respect because I feel like if you have those two things, you wouldn't lead me astray. So that's it. Um, we're almost done here. I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of um, combine the last few questions, but. I do want to ask you this again. Again, sorry to put you on the spot, Diaz, but 
do you believe men are emo- you know the saying you know the, it's a thing on twitter it's a thing on social media where they've been saying that men are emotionally attracted to their friends and sexually attracted to women because men are like they tend to be a lot more loyal to their friends and they kind of in a lot of ways only see women as valuable when it comes to that aspect so what are your thoughts on that hey <clears throat> I think it's true depending on uh like how long we've been friends compared to how long we've been together or dating. Like if I knew you for like 10 years, like you might I knew you since I was like five years old, I'm probably gonna go to you, then go then go to my my girlfriend or the girl that I'm seeing just because like I know he's gonna be here next year, the year after that. Like Dang. it's a for sure, a for sure person. Um, but I think mm-hmm. you can develop that with the person you're with too. It just takes time, more time. But like, yeah, 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 that for sure person in your corner. I'm, women have the same thing too. Like, I was gonna say, go-to. like, women are exactly like that. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Kind of, I, don't, I, I don't know. A lot of the people, I don't know, I guess we got different people we know, because they're, I've had friends who as soon as they go in a relationship, like I said, they disappear. You never see them again. And it's like, you know, something happens. Who are you coming back to? You have no more <laughs> friends. Like you, <laughs> but men don't do that. Men make time, make time for their friends. And if they have something planned with their buddies or like a game day, a football day, like they don't care. You could, they, they will drop you for their friends and that's how i see it and a lot of girls would not do that i'd like to play devil's advocate i've seen men who've disappeared oh. <laughs> i know i know people that disappear on their friends so i don't know i really just think it's i personally think it is a human thing but i think some people are more emotionally attracted to like they get enmeshed with the person that they're dating as a female or as a male um but because for me I know that like I'm I still have my friends or things that I'm gonna tell my friends that I will never say to the person that I'm dating and or, vice like, versa yeah and vice versa and then also like thinking of think of it as girls like most of the conversations are are very emotionally based Oh my gosh, I felt like this today. And what should I do? Oh my god. It's the voice. You know, like, <laughs> like, and it's like, oh, it's okay. Like your friend is gonna be a mother to you in that in that situation or whatever the case may be. So like there's there's some ways that you could be like that for a friend, but like if I go to my to to a man, like the person that I'm dating, they may not know how what to say. They may be like, uh 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 um uh you know, they they might say something, but it may not be the same way that it comes off from a girl. The only reason I say that is because I feel like men will go, to, well, girls will, will go to the men first, and then they don't get the reaction that they want, so then they go to their friends. Think about it. Like, you'll tell them about what happened today, about how this girl said this or that to you, and he's going to give you a logical answer, like, oh, why didn't you just talk to her? And of course, you don't want him to say that. You want him to be on your side. <laughs> so then you're going to go to your friend and tell her and your friend's going to egg you on. And that's the reaction you were looking for. So I feel like 
the things you would say to your friend, you would also say to your man, but he will not give you the reaction your friend will. So you're always going to go back to your friend. Well, in my case, so I, I tell them both, but there are things I'll, I'll like say to my man that I wouldn't say to my friends because it's just a different kind of relationship. But yeah, unless it's about him, unless I'm talking about him, <laughs> then everything else I would say to my friend that I would say to my man. And like I said, I just don't get the same reaction. So then it's always like, okay, wrong person. I'll go to my friend and she'll tell me, you know, mm-hmm. give me the reaction I'm looking for. But, but do you not think that that happens with them? Men? Yeah. No, do you? Do you, know, you can answer that. Because yes. we might re- react with emotion and they want logic. You know? Yeah, so, it's, they want logic and their friend will give them logic. And we'll always react with emotion. Exactly. Yeah, so we'll stand like, up for them more and be more upset than they are <laughs> in that case. Like when we go to restaurants and you don't give me my, my man the food that he wants, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> and he, it wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> so that's that's what I mean by that. But Diaz, go ahead. I was going to say, um, sometimes you want that the same sex perspective um compared to what your girl gonna say like yeah the home your homie's gonna give you like good advice and then clown you and then you're like okay i'm good now but your girl <laughs> gonna be like she might say something that's like too emotional like oh it's too much it's not what i'm looking for no i feel like yeah i see that so that that wasn't false because men were thinking oh I have another question. It's not on the list, and we could end here. This could be the final question. Do male friend groups have a group leader? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, uh, I want to hear what she got to say about this because I'm going to tell you what I see. Do you feel like male friend groups have a group leader? No. And what do you think I mean by that question? Um. Do you mean like someone that's like dominant of everyone else? Or what do you mean like someone that a group leader, like someone who gets more attention? Like, what do you mean by that? So I'm gonna say no, but can't hear you. <laughs> you can't hear you can't hear me? No, not you, Alamada. <laughs> oh. He's not the leader of this group. No, exactly. <laughs> if you don't know it, means you're not the leader of your group. Yo, what? That's how, how I feel. That? Okay, let me explain what I what the question what I was saying by that by the leader of the group. I feel like the leader of the group, yes, he is the dominant one. He is the one that gets the most attention. He's the one that you all look up to, like, or sometimes he's even the one who who brings everybody <laughs> together. I'm sorry, I can't just okay. He brings everybody together. Like that's the one that connects all of you. Hmm. I feel like no, every male no, friend group has no. a <laughs> You see you thinking about it, but <laughs> I need to see the male friend group and I'll pick him out. I will pick him out. <laughs> I will pick him out. No, I feel like they can I don't know. From it's my like girls can spot it. Can huh? Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I feel like they exist. Like when you, it's usually who the girl gravitates towards. And it's not always, oh, the pretty or the cute one or the tallest one. It's like, he stands out. The the leader of the group stands out. He will always stand out. It's not always looks, like I said. It's just that aura, that dominance. But. 
I'm not gonna lie. To be fair, this description is making this high school. Like, because I'm trying to. I don't know. I don't know, man. No, because I've seen it. I have seen it in every friend group, and I know who they are. But I mean, if you don't see it, just just think about it for a second. Now, next time you're all with your you with all your friends, just take a look around and see who's doing all the talking, see who's getting all the attention, see who they go to, like who gets the best advice, like see who everybody, who everybody just, like that's the bro, that's the main bro. That's crazy, I'm not gonna lie to you. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about it, I'm looking back at my, my friend group from back home and I feel like everybody, like everything that you just said, every, like each person holds a different, thing so it's like <laughs> I don't know who you gonna pick <laughs> yeah that's all I'm gonna say like for example do you think that's I'll a girl thing my bad that's a girl thing what do you mean by that to have leaders of group and then now we're that, putting it on men I think that is a girl thing cause I'm looking at it like I usually bring people together one person probably is more what charismatic is what Samika looking for stuff mm-hmm. like that like but he don't but he, but he ain't gonna plan no events he's not gonna plan for the guys yeah. he's, gonna, he's gonna pull up so I think we all have different roles you said you think it's a girl thing that we put on to guys yeah could that be a thing too because I don't know like guys are all leaders you know, no, you don't that. think so? No, okay, I agree with that. No, I think they all have the ability. Okay, how about this? I think that they all have the ability to lead. Okay, they all have the ability, and okay. the way that, and it may not be in the way that you want them to lead, but they might be the person that okay, they're gonna lead every conversation. Simple. Versus another person, they might be the one who leads, um, getting everyone together. But that person, you do not go to that person for advice. <laughs> you just bring that. You just have that person as the person who brings everyone together. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it's necessarily of the person, one person who holds all those traits. The group leader, to me, would be the person who holds most of those. I do. I mean, I get it. All friend groups are different. Everybody holds, brings something to the table, but one person just brings more, and he dominates the group. <laughs> and that's who I go for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So, so what happens when you when you meet his friends and you find out that he's not the leader of the group? Exactly. Then it's like <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like, you're not the leader, and I see that. That's why you gotta be oh all. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. Okay, guys. So I'm gonna end it right here. Did anybody have any last minute um, questions or any statements you wanted to share? I feel like this was a really no, good. Thank episode. you for having us. Yeah, for real. Such pretty thank cool. You. Thank you for mm-hmm. coming. And it was very insightful. Thank you again, Diaz. It's nice to hear, you know, the male perspective and just some <laughs> some of your thoughts on some of these things. So you had some good answers. I'll give you I'll give you a, a hand clap for that. You had some good answers. Because I don't know if you've seen the episodes of my brother. He's the complete opposite. He's just some out-of-pocket comments. <laughs> and <laughs> It's good to see level-headed Y'all be fighting in those episodes. Yeah, we fight. (laughs) We fight. But 
again thank you for coming and don't forget to follow me on instagram at hashtag debatable that's hashtag spelled all the way out and yeah thanks for coming guys we always end off on one two three breaks so on the count of three we just say break so one two three break break okay